0: my town live with rod hawker all right and we're going to get a nonprofit lead in for that because that's what we're here with today it's a non-profit and that's all good this is rod hawker at 100.9 the line and we are live weekdays from 7 to 9 and we also have old coach gordy he's live weekdays from 12 to 2 and we got all that good syndicated product coming at you on 100.9 the line so this is my town and good morning i have jenna faust hi jenna
1: good morning thank you for having me
0: today absolutely we're glad you're here because jenna is the community relations manager for women in need women in need and uh i've just learned a little bit off air already it's not all about women but we're going to tell you all about that today because we got jenna here for a double segment and we we're happy about that because there's a lot to go over here in the next uh, next two segments so jenna tell me about women in need and uh, well first off tell me about yourself how long have you been there
1: um, I've been with Women in Need since early December, so okay. only a couple months, so I'm still learning a lot, um, but I'm I'm really enjoying my position and my job, mm-hmm. and I'm really enjoying being out in the community.
0: Well, Community Relations Manager, uh, I don't think they've had one before, have they?
1: No, okay, actually, they have not.
0: That's good, because this is what your job is, to get the word out and tell people about Women in Need.
1: Absolutely, so, yes. <laughs> I think that they realize their needs changed over the last few years, and they really needed some outreach. So Absolutely. Yeah.
0: So to start off with the beginning. When did this uh, Women in Need start? And uh, give me some transformation as it is now. And we'll just lean right into the weeds, as Absolutely. I like to say.
1: Uh, Women in Need was started in the 1970s as a rape crisis hotline. Oh. Uh, over, you know, the last 40 so years, our needs have changed in the community. We do serve Franklin and Fulton counties. So, we span, you know, a good distance in terms of who we can serve with um, everything that we provide. Mm
0: -hmm. I did not know that, by the way, that you do Fulton County as well. I just thought it was kind of a local thing.
1: Uh, We have a Fulton County office. Oh, Oh, really? Yeah. mm -hmm. Okay. And there's... um, counselor there he's kind of a one-stop shop he runs everything he can do um, advocacy counseling all that kind of stuff so he bounces back and forth he's also in um, our franklin county office as well but he is our our main man for fulton county
0: okay and who's the executive director in chambersburg
1: Barbara,
0: Barb Channing, Channing yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, named a street after you know, <laughs> yeah, Channing so she, Drive. Yeah, she's pretty bad. Yeah, well, she wasn't lying. Oh, Ron Hawker even knows that. You had to tell her I said hi. I Bar- Barb's an awesome lady, and she she's is. been with women in need for a long time, probably I'm thirty sure, years. I mean, it's been a close good... to the, be-
1: the beginning. I believe she started out. Well, now, not be the wrong. beginning
0: in the 70s, but
1: no, I think she's, Are you been, serious? Mm-hmm, she's been there for a very long time. Yes. Oh,
0: I didn't know she was that old. I didn't know anybody was as old as I am, but that's uh, an old cute hawker. If
1: I'm not mistaken, I believe she started kind of as a volunteer and it really. OK, and then it led into. Yeah, to, yeah, I think she she's, really she's been the executive
0: director for like 30 years or so. Yeah, I'm she's been
1: sure. in position for a long time.
0: Awesome. Well, OK, I'm sorry. We I got off, <laughs> off target a little bit there. I wanted to find out about women in need and so forth. Yeah, go ahead tell me so we started with you you were a rape crisis center yeah it was a
1: rape crisis hotline. hotline um and like i said over the last you know 40 years or so it has really morphed into um something bigger so we are a dual agency meaning that we provide services for sexual assault victims as well as domestic violence victims uh, if you look at other counties around the area sometimes the agencies are separate so um There might be a separate agency for domestic violence and a different agency for sexual assault. We're a dual agency, so we can serve um, both needs in-house.
0: Okay, so let's just lean. And by the way, Women in Need, in case you're not familiar with it here in Chambersburg, uh is right off route 11 and you know, oh maybe not supposed to say that but where they're at but it's a nice big new building uh and that's a, a great facility so they've got all the proper security and, and yep. so forth mm-hmm. and so on like that um and how they've been there what a couple of years there that i new, believe
1: it's been about three since the new, the new building new, was, new, was new location mm-hmm.
0: so one of the things you mentioned is that you service more than just women Absolutely. Which I thought I found that very interesting because women in need, you think, well, okay, it's just well, women. Well, truthfully,
1: but... a lot of people find that surprising yeah. just because of the name. Um, so that is one of the biggest misconceptions that I am finding out and about in our community is that people think because of our name we only serve the female population, and that is incorrect. Um, we serve anyone who has been a victim of domestic violence or sexual assault. Um, or abuse yes so uh, men women members of the lgbtq community uh, because these incidents don't just happen in heterosexual Mm -hmm. relationships Um, so truly any victim of of these crimes
0: so wow that's ooh, wow didn't know that either well we're going to get into a lot of stuff here after this break we're going to learn about how many victims you you guys deal with and uh, the location and how it all is handled Uh, Learn a lot here, and I really appreciate you coming in. This is Jenna Fowl. She's a community relations manager with Women in Need. And I guess we need to change that name. It could just be, uh, what do we want to call it?
1: I don't know. Women it's something in need that people have say, uh, mentioned before? So I'm people not
0: sure what in that need. Looks like. That's actually I what I was thinking. People, people in need. need. Yep. Well, guy, you're in need, but I don't know if we kind of needs you have they can take care of because we got to get you at no, the I gym. Do. You need to start working out. <laughs> I don't know. You need to work out. We talk about that, and but you need more hours in the day. Uh, yes, I do. I don't think those yeah. are the kind of needs we're talking about. No. <laughs> no. Okay. All right. We'll be right back after this quick break. What is CBD, and is it all the same? Are there options other than vaping CBD?
1: Is your CBD third-party tested?
0: Where does your CBD come from?
1: How can CBD benefit me?
0: How long does it take to work?
1: Will CBD affect my medications?
0: Is CBD safe for pets? Is CBD legal? Talk to someone who really knows. Vast Vapor introduces Vast Awareness, your one source for all your CBD needs. The Vast Awareness CBD board-certified trained coaches can answer all of your questions, guide you through the many options, help you determine which products are the best matches for you. Don't guess. Get the facts. It's your health and your wellness. Vast awareness can help you reach your goals. Your source for CBD knowledge is Vast Awareness. Inside all three Vast Vapor locations Hagerstown, Waynesboro, and Chambersburg. The Community Line. Local politicians discussing events and issues in our communities. On My Town. Live with Rod Hawker. All right. Welcome back to My Town. It's 100.9 in the line, and we're here with jenna faust with women in need and we're finding out it's a more a lot more than women in need uh like give me a background uh, about how this uh, entity functions before we get into some of the services you offer and how you get clients can be referred to you so this is uh, obviously a non-profit yes and uh, do you function with grants? Yeah, how, how is this entity run?
1: Mm-hmm. Barbara is a great grant writer, so okay. she has done you know some amazing things for women in need in, in being able to provide um, funding for our services and to keep us going, uh, but we do also rely heavily on our community fundraising, uh, so we have some different events that we do every year. We do um, the Walk-A-Mile, which will be okay, and the, coming up, Yes, mm-hmm, the one downtown with yes. the Red Heels. Uh-huh.
0: And we were talking about that here in the studio, actually. Uh, I think... Uh, Ray's going to do that, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, are you doing that too, Guy? Yeah, well, I, I just happened to be walking by as the conversation was going on, and Ray looked over me and goes, And eh, Guy, I'll do it. I'm like, What, hey, what? am I doing? Yeah. <laughs> he goes, You'll do it. I'm like, Is it. What, he goes, what's for non nonprofit? Like, I'm in. He goes, yeah. okay, you gotta walk a mile and heels. I'm like, oh, this is gonna be ugly. Yeah. I'm
1: not sure if it's a full mile or how that works. This will be my first year attending, but it is a really yes. fun event. So yeah. I encourage everyone to yeah. they go down Main
0: Street. <laughs> yeah, it's just, it's not that long of a distance, but still. You might want a video camera handy because this could be bad. <laughs> well, and they asked me about doing it and have you done it, and I've never done it because it's always the first, it's, I think it's usually the first weekend in May.
1: Yeah, it's the first mm-hmm. first Friday yeah. event downtown. Uh, yeah, so
0: and it, with that. It, yeah, and uh, uh, people know if they listen to me any at all, I like to go to Ocean City, and the first <laughs> Saturday in May is always Spring Fest, which is kind of like kickoff to the season. So, uh, and I've been going down there for that for, oh my gosh, I don't know, 20, 20 years or better. So, I, I haven't made that event. Know, maybe that's a flimsy excuse. But, uh, so anyways, but I do, I am familiar with it and have, con- you know, have donated and all that good stuff. But I'm glad to hear that Guy is <laughs> going to be in the high hails. Him and Ray. Uh, well, Ray is that. Ray is on the, the goat, 92.1. Yep. Bah, bah, he's the billy goat. And we have 104.7, 101.5. We have, mm-hmm. you know, all the stations here, uh, the studio. So, uh, well, that's a one fundraiser. You work on yep. grants. Uh, is it ran with a board of directors? How yeah. does this operate?
1: Mm-hmm. There's a board of directors as well.
0: Okay. And there's, uh, they meet monthly. What are they, did you know offhand? I mean, just, I believe they meet so monthly. We've got a board I don't of directors. sit in on those meetings. Okay. But, you know, okay. Mm-hmm. That's a barbed thing. And they've got an annual budget, I guess, to, to run this entity.
1: Uh, I would assume so. Yeah, I don't do you don't anything. No, okay. Nope. I okay. Just do okay. So don't ask stuff. me any financial questions, Rod. <laughs> no, that's, that's a That's, that's, question.
0: <laughs> that, that's the business uh, side of me coming out. I apologize for that. I always like to know dollars and cents, so to speak, and numbers and and all that good stuff. So let's talk about some of the services that you offer. But Absolutely. first off, if I, how do you f- not find, but how do clients uh, get in touch with you? They've been abused or or what have you Uh, is it a referral process how does that
1: work walk Um, me through this okay well there's a couple different ways that we can get clients in touch with us we have a 24 hour crisis hotline uh so 24 hours a day seven days a week we have a phone number and as well as an 800 toll free number so no matter where you are or who you are you can get in touch with us if you need to talk Uh, and we always have someone on call to handle those calls it works by uh, we have an answering service so they will pick up the call and then they will either text or call whoever is on call and then they will respond. Um, And Mm -hmm. then we have a whole process going through that, like when we respond to um, a crisis call. We can also get referrals from um, law enforcement if they are out on like a domestic violence call. We can get referrals from the hospital if a domestic violence victim a sexual assault victim has been brought in they will call whoever is on call and we can go and take out information to them you know brochures handouts we can actually sit with them during an exam if they would like it's all about empowerment so it's truly up to the victim as to how they want their care handled Mm -hmm. Um, but if we need to make referrals uh, we have a legal team so we can also handle pfas so if someone has been um Yes, if someone has been a victim of domestic violence, we can handle a referral for their PFA, which they will come in. No,
0: what's a PFA? I'm sorry.
1: Protection from Abuse Order. Okay, thank you. I'm sorry. Yeah, Yeah, PFA. That's okay. Sorry, I should have explained that. No, that's all right. Um, So we can handle those referrals. We have an in-house legal advocate group, and they can sit down with them. They will go through all the paperwork. It usually takes about three hours or so. Uh, wow. and then that will all get referred to our legal office which is uh, part of women in need but it's a separate entity and then we have an attorney there that she handles all of the court proceedings and following
0: wow that's quite an operation now how many employees are there at uh, women in need Darren chambersburg
1: approximately about... 25
0: so you got 25 people So yeah because it sounds like a big entity the yeah. things that they're going to go on so uh when the law enforcement calls you, I'm just trying to walk myself through this a little bit, and they say, hey, we've got a, a, an abuse victim here, mm-hmm. and we're in the for a Hospital, for instance. Now, do, do they, do they ask the individual, do you, do you want me to connect you to women in need, or do you go to the hospital then if they want you to go there? Absolutely. When does this care and this process start?
1: yeah i mean it's all about kind of empowerment that's our big philosophy so if a victim doesn't have any interest in our services and we find that that sometimes happens then okay you know we we can tell them about it or, or we cannot it's well, just I... truly up to them if they want um our services or not and another mm. big service that we do offer is counseling we have empowerment counselors mm. it's a little bit different than like mental health counseling but it's about empowerment and kind of the healing process from victimization to um kind of growing and moving forward Hmm. So that's another big thing that we find that we want to offer our victims yeah. when we're out.
0: I, uh, I, I'm i with you on that 100% because a lot of domestic violence, um, they don't, you know, they, well, you know... He was drinking, and you know he didn't mean it, and oh, I love him and all that jazz mm-hmm. um, and, and so you have to be uh, sympathetic to that, and they don't want to pursue down that road because when you start talking legal thing oh my goodness, they're gonna throw my boyfriend my spouse in jail, and oh boy, and it's going to create a real thing for the family and so i could I can understand that they may not be into pursuing Absolutely. your services even though we're going to get into some more of your services here in our next segment that you offer because this is very interesting and women in need has been around a, a long time and we're finding out just right off the bat that it's it's for men uh and you know and, and people think uh eh, you know men how often they get abused well beyond i mean all, all kidding aside i mean you know men get can get beat up too especially Absolutely. if you're uh, devin Fries, my good friend says i'm just a uh, scrawny guy you know i guess <laughs> <laughs> i guess a couple of them women i see at the gym they can kick my butt pretty easy i i look and say oh my goodness and i can see how that could happen i mean i'm not making light of a man getting beat up but it, it can happen too so it Absolutely. is nice to know that you have men and do you get many men
1: we we definitely have I mean, our share I of clients, you, yes. You know,
0: I have to be careful some of the things I ask. Okay, well, Jenna Faust is here with Women in Need, and we're going to take a quick break, and she's going to be back on the next segment because we got a lot more to talk about when we're talking about Women in Need, and we're going to give some information on how you can get a hold of Women in Need, some more stuff. So don't go anywhere. This is 100.9 The Line. I'm Rod Hawker, and we'll be right back hey we got a couple events going on uh, whether you're in Martinsburg or Hagerstown or Chambersburg we've got you all covered down there in Martinsburg we got a chamber mixer tonight and it's at the Rosedale Funeral Home and Cemetery and yeah cemetery They're having a, i thought i thought it was crematorium and i thought, no no that does say cemetery it's at the rosedale funeral home and cemetery on cemetery road it's a chamber mixer tonight from five to six thirty so the martinsburg chamber of commerce is meeting there um now we have a uh <laughs> when we were talking about the line when we formulated our programming we have a starting line yes and we were talking about a finishing line, too. We, you know, like, get it? Starting like on. No, okay. And then so if you're thinking of finishing, maybe you want to go to that. Uh, oh, boy, that's terrible, run. <laughs> okay. Yeah. That's awesome. okay well worceton <laughs> county chamber we got a chamber event going on tomorrow night if you're at the worceton county chamber a little more lively a little more friendlier <laughs> it's at the lighters lighters fine catering in Wavesport banquet hall okay guys and the chamber the worceton county chamber they have a jackpot thing and you can register and it's up to four grand and you could win four grand by going to the chamber networking event business and social hour again it's tomorrow night from five to seven. So if you're a part of the Washington County Chamber of Commerce you want to go there tomorrow night network and uh, opportunity to win four grand if you don't win four grand I got good food and drinks and desserts and it's all about chamber and networking and that's that's uh, brought to you by the Bank of Charlestown so you don't want to miss that it's all good stuff. And then this weekend we've got so, well we got some more good stuff tomorrow night if you're at the Waynesboro area Waynesboro Country Club you can get a free health uh, free heart health span uh, scan excuse me heart health scan uh, there at Waynesboro yeah get it checked now so heart, you don't uh, die when when we spring forward, right? That's right. Yeah, that's good, guy. We talked earlier, yeah, about there's uh, 25% more heart attacks on the Monday after springing ahead. Uh, That's documented. I guess it's... (laughs) Uh, factual. So you want to? Yeah, maybe that's why they decided to have this on. the sit on. There you go. You know, as we I'm lead up the and getting you ready. All right. Wellspan and Summit Health, or Wellspan, formerly Summit Health, is putting that on Thursday. That's tomorrow night from five to six thirty at the Waynesboro Country Club. <laughs> and you want to take uh, take advantage of that because. You want to be sure you got that strong heart because we're going to change the time <laughs> clocks, and you're 25 percent more susceptible to a heart attack on the Monday after spring ahead, and we don't want you to that to happen to you. You know, if it since you know, I would just say just sleep all day, you lessen your chance. Um, <laughs> yeah, that 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 could be yeah guy you always got to practice he's that guy his name is guy and he's always a practical guy all right well this is 100.9 the line and we are feeling fine on the mason dixon line and we are going to take a quick break and then we're going to be back and we've got jenna faust in here from women in need and we're going to learn more about women in need we'll be right back well i'm here with jenna faust and she's with women in need and uh, welcome back jenna Thanks yeah. for spending so much time with us today. We appreciate that out of your busy day. And uh learned a lot here. The first segment, of course, the biggest thing that I learned out of that was that it's not just for women. Mm-hmm. And that, that's fantastic because uh, men can be abused just as easily as women. And we've got a hotline to call in if people want to do that. You get referrals from different agencies. Uh, there's a children's advocacy group there on Route 11. Do, do you work hand-in-hand uh, hand with some of these other advocacy groups? Or? Absolutely.
1: Okay. Mm-hmm. We have um, our own advocate who works um, over there. He or will go over there and um, get referrals if there's been a case that they could then come to us for counseling or whatever else they may need.
0: Okay. So I just wanted to lean into some, some of the various services mm-hmm. that are offered and then uh, how that works a little bit, if you would. So what What are the services I mean uh, you said counseling you've got a couple different
1: absolutely we also have an emergency shelter uh okay. we call, that's called anna's house that is for someone who um, is fleeing an imminent dangerous situation um so we can take um singles families. So oh, we have a, really? a shelter program, absolutely. Shelter.
0: Okay. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't think you're probably allowed to say where that is because of that nature. Absolutely. Of that. Uh, and how many uh, shelters are do you have? Just the one? or Yeah, we more? just have the one. So there's mm-hmm. one shelter. And it can accommodate a lot of people? Or is it yeah. just like a single-family home? Oh, or?
1: no. It can accommodate a lot of people. We have oh, different yes. rooms, different suites. It's very nice. Um, I think max capacity is... Twenty-five-ish people, I believe. Oh wow! Um, wow. Yeah. So, but like I said, they can accommodate singles, families. We oftentimes get people in with kiddos, so Mm -hmm. um, and we can provide also services for kiddos that have been um, witnessing domestic violence. So, really, we kind of encompass the whole entire family if they need services.
0: Wow! Well, that's fantastic. It seems like you're prepared for anything, Mm -hmm. which is (laughs) nice. We we do try. Yes. Yeah, Yeah. you have to be. Um, Wow, that's no. blows my mind that you do that so what is there i come to you 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 help me you counsel me you put me in a shelter how is there a time frame then i mean do you say listen this is temporary you've got 30 days 60 days how does that exactly
1: so our program um is usually 30 days so we set them up with one of our advocate counselors and they kind of have a program to work where we try to help them Get the resources that they need, whether that be some sort of state assistance, food stamps, things like that, to get them kind of on their way. Uh, we help them try to find employment if that is something they need. We try to help set them up, um, with child care services if that's something they need so that they can work. Whatever they need to kind of become self sufficient and independent, leaving their abuser, we try to help them on the path to finding that route to, yeah, to becoming, you know, on their own again. So we do help them, um, If they, you know, get all of these things done, they check all their boxes, we will also help them try to find a landlord to work with to find new place of residence. Hmm. So our program is usually 30 days. Um, If we find that someone has been working their program, really trying, but it's just not coming together, because oftentimes people coming from a trauma background, it is hard to accomplish these things in 30 days. Yeah, Um, Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, we can do, you know, extensions if they've been really working towards, you know, their goals and trying to complete those. You know, we're not just going to kick somebody out. It, you know, if they've been really trying to get their steps done to to get where they need mm-hmm. to be.
0: So they're given a counselor from day one. It kind of works with them daily, I guess. It sounds like they, they would have to. It's on a regular
1: to... basis. Okay. Mm-hmm.
0: And, and you have these counselors, are they in-house or is this kind of like... Uh, contracted out
1: no they're they're all in-house counselors
0: so these counselors are Mm -hmm. paid for by women in need and is there volunteerism there at all or how does that work our
1: counselors are actual um, paid employees
0: Paid employees. Mm-hmm.
1: Yep. Uh, and then they also do some different community groups as well. So it's not just um you know, like our shelter residents. We do outside clients as well. Or if someone um just calls in and says, Hey, you know, I just need someone to talk to, we can set up regular appointments for them mm-hmm. as well. So it doesn't have to be just someone in shelter getting uh, get empowerment counseling. It can be anybody who calls in and, and Empow- needs it.
0: Empowerment counseling. Mm-hmm. Well, I I guess that's a big thing mm-hmm. when it comes to the therapy side of being abused. Uh, you've mentioned that several times during the interview today. And as I think about this and someone that comes into your facility and they've they've been abused and you say you got a 30 day window or maybe longer. It just seems like uh you really would have to start a square one, especially if you've got kids mm-hmm. and you're not working. Boy, you've got to find a place to live. You gotta find, get your kids in school or daycare or Absolutely. healthcare, whatever, whatever uh, and get a job and transportation. Do you supply transportation? Is that a part of the equation here or not?
1: We have um, employees and volunteers who will help if uh, a client is in shelter and needs to go to a doctor's appointment or um, another agency to, to fill out assistance paperwork or whatever that may be. We do help them kind of get to and from.
0: Mm-hmm. And are there other uh, agencies? We mentioned child's advocacy mm-hmm. that you work with hand in hand. Are there other agencies in town, nonprofits that you work with per se hand in hand that uh, to help you know facilitate getting uh, the people safe and back to work and productivity and being empowered to move on? Or is that the only one you work with?
1: Uh, We just get the referrals from the CAC, but in terms of like if they need assistance or anything like that, we don't work directly, you know, with them, but we do help. Our clients find different agencies that can provide services for them to help continue them on their their okay, program you, path. You just
0: kind of connect the dots for exactly. them and say, here's who you need to contact. Yeah. If, so uh, it is with
1: Empowerment Counseling. It's also about you know letting our clients kind of be in control of how they move forward. So okay. we want to give them, you know, we always say that they're driving I mean, the bus.
0: I Yeah, they're driving the bus. All right. Well, I'll tell you, a guy's driving the bus right now because he's my board guy. And we're coming up on a break. So don't go anywhere. Jenna Faust is here, Women in Need. And, boy, we're just uh, learning a plethora of information here this morning. And we're going to wrap this up on the other side of this break. Uh, Don't go anywhere. Uh, All right. Well, this is the nonprofit line. And we are here with Women in Need. We're here with Jenna Faust. And, uh, Jenna, thanks a lot for coming in. So you mentioned some services that you offer. Mm Mm-hmm. What else do you have in the
1: service world? Uh, We offer medical advocacy and a sexual assault assault response team. So we have advocates and a nurse that can go out um, on calls to the hospital and offer services, referrals. Um, We can actually sit with a victim during an exam if that's something that they choose. Uh, Kind of the goal of the medical advocacy is in a perfect world, uh, we like to have it where we can have our advocate present, law enforcement present, um, the doctor or hospital staff present. So that a victim when they're in the hospital situation only really has to tell their story one time while everyone is there. Um, Mm -hmm. Because it can be traumatic having to retell your story multiple times. So we have developed this um, kind of protocol so that victims in a perfect world would only have to tell their story one time while everyone's in one place.
0: Mm, Wow, that's fantastic. Uh, And that makes sense, too, because there's nothing more aggravating. than I know (laughs) when you go to the doctor, you know, the nurse comes in, she asks you why you're there. Then uh, the the person that registers you, and well, why are you here? And then the doctor, the actual doctor, comes out. Well, why are you here? I mean, you know, you've told your story three or four times, but you're getting tired of telling the story. And something traumatic like this, it even yeah. be worse. So that, exactly. that makes a lot of sense. Well, what uh, what else do you have services that are available?
1: We have a law enforcement liaison, so she works exclusively with different law enforcement groups to kind of work on training when you're responding to a domestic violence situation or sexual assault situation. So we provide different trainings for that purpose as well. Um, we, mm. yes.
0: I imagine that's a whole different mental, like a psychology, psychological thing that you have to deal with when you're dealing with that.
1: Yeah, she does. She does a great job. So it's just kind of about connecting, you know, bridging the gap between, you know, victim and law enforcement. Because sometimes that can be a difficult situation when, when you're out there on those kind of calls. Yeah,
0: and I, I imagine I, I don't know, but you probably try and hook up a, a female, you know, a law enforcement officer with a female, with a female, just a more comfort level. Sometimes it'd be a little awkward. I would imagine, you know, if you're a female telling a male about. What happened to you? If it's a sexual assault situation, so, yeah, uh, so it's just a yeah, kind of an
1: awareness, you know, thing to to educate a little bit more in, in mm-hmm. responding to those situations.
0: Wow, that's mm, good stuff here. And boy, I, you, I'm learning a lot here. You guys do a lot,
1: yeah. And we also have um, we have an in-house have? educator, so she works on community education, and she actually does a lot in our school systems. So she does, you know, Franklin County, Fulton County. She goes to different schools, and we have different age-appropriate programs from preschool to college age level um just kind of about healthy relationships bullying things like that so she offers a variety of programs in terms of education she does um preventative education as well as um stuff for schools in the community so with the community she just initiated a a new program kind of um it's called i believe you so it's kind of dealing with how to um, be an advocate when someone discloses some type of abuse to you. So there's a variety of programs she offers for kids, adults alike, that is just really good information to have um, to kind of be an ally.
0: I imagine uh, in some of these kids' programs that they talk to them, try to educate them, things that they should look for and then how to report it, I guess, would be big in, into this.
1: Yeah, and everything is age-appropriate, so it's it's a little different um there are like squeakers is a program that she offers for, for more of the younger group. So it's mm-hmm. all very age-appropriate, um, which squeakers. is good. Yeah. yeah, which is good um, because yeah. when you're dealing, it's different dealing with preschoolers than it mm-hmm. is dealing mm-hmm. with, you know, teenagers or college age levels. So um, everything is very tailored in her programming.
0: Hmm. One of the things I, I would think you'd have to be careful about is that you educate without putting words in their
1: mouths, exactly, and, <laughs>
0: and getting them to say things or, or that they thought they saw that they really didn't see, because uh, it can be, you know, really ruin things, people's families, and so forth when bad information gets out.
1: When a lot of her programming, especially for the younger kiddos, is not geared more towards. Um, like a sexual or violent nature it's more about just like healthy relationships being a good friend bullying things like that
0: oh is that right so mm-hmm. uh, yeah. as far as bullying goes then uh, cyber bullying uh physical I mean, yeah she does face-to-face all, bullying, she does I an mean, entire a, program avenues. on
1: different cyber things because we find you know with our newer generations and all of the social aspects of technology that is a big thing as well so she she does provide programs on that for you know some of the middle school high school age levels
0: Hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, and so you do uh, just kids, uh, what age groups? I mean, parents... We have you know, programming
1: from preschool all the way into college. And so as far
0: as people coming to the facility, it's mm-hmm. any age? I mean, if you're a female it's you know, 70 or, or 20, I mean, yep, you have the whole if gamut? If you've ever been a victim
1: of domestic violence or sexual assault or abuse and you need empowerment counseling or just someone to talk to, it's something that you know, you can always come to Women in Need for.
0: Okay. And you service Franklin and Fulton County. Yep. And now, is there residency requirements? Um, how do they do that? I mean, they
1: so, two for yes. the programs. I yeah. mean, is there some kind of we do, application? Yeah. And nope. There's no application. You literally just call in and you will get connected with the counselor who can then kind of facilitate getting you the services that you need, whichever, you know, services those are. Um But, yes, we do serve Franklin and Fulton County, so most of our victims um, are from Franklin and Fulton County.
0: I got you. Well, we're running out of time here, Jenna. Is there any other services that you offer that we might have missed?
1: Uh, I don't think so. I think that was kind of it, but I would be...
0: um... The one fundraiser you (laughs) talked about is coming up. women. And is there another one? Didn't you do a uh, Dancing with the... Cars. Well, we phase that out. So okay, the Walk-A-Mile
1: event will be coming up. That's May 1st, uh-huh. downtown Chambersburg. If you've never done it, you should definitely come. We're actually offering a, a category for supporters so women can participate this year. Um, they've, oh. they've always come to support, you know, whoever is, mm-hmm. is walking. But we actually now have a category where they can register and get the T-shirt and kind of be a part of the walk, too. So that's really cool this year. Um, we did used to do Dancing with the Cars, but we phased that out two years ago. Now we do Beyond the Mask. That will be the first weekend in October. We're really excited about that. It's a fun masquerade. Ball And we're kind of coming up with some really cool themes for this year. So it's going to be a great fundraiser and a lot of fun.
0: I'm sorry. You're talking about masquerades and wearing masks. And I'm sitting here looking at guy thinking, yeah, we got faces for radio. <laughs> Well, you don't have to wear the mask
1: the whole time. You
0: want to wear the mask. All right, Jenna Faust with Women in Need. And uh, thank you very much again. We learned a lot today. And again, abuse is not just for women. It's men, women, anybody. Mm -hmm. Uh, You can call a hotline. You can go online. uh, it's a, it's an awesome service, a nonprofit here, right here in Chambers. We've got a brand new facility right off Progress Road there in Chambersburg, and they also have a Fulton County location, which I was unaware of as well. So it's a it's an awesome nonprofit. Thanks a lot, Jennifer, for coming in. You're listening to 100.9 The Line. This is My Town with Rod Hawker.